artificial intelligence, chatbots, applicant tracking systems, gamification? Have the robots finally taken over? Am I describing a future Orwellian dystopia in which mankind is forced to obey the will of our machine overlords? Nah. This week, we're talking all about recruiting. And let me tell you, this is some next level stuff. I'm Jeff Livingston, and this is ADP Canada's Insights at Work podcast. Let's dive in. podcast that looks at what's happening in the HR world, takes your questions, and studies the research to help HR experts move forward. It's prepared by HR experts for HR experts. I know that as HR professionals, we'd rather be thinking about hiring than firing. On our last podcast, we focused on employee terminations. In fact, we provided a step-by-step guide to crossing those T's and dotting those I's. And man, did we ever see a great response from listeners. So how do we follow up that podcast? Well, for this episode, we're talking about recruitment. And to help us fire on all cylinders, we're joined by my favorite hiring expert, Lauren Welke, a Senior Associate of Strategic Partnerships with ZipRecruiter. Welcome to the Insights at Work podcast, Lauren. Hey, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you here. We saw a tremendous response to our last podcast on employee terminations and thought, why not balance the universe out with a podcast on recruiting? So, Lauren, depending upon which part of the business you're investing in, I see recruitment as an ongoing key pillar in HR activity. It must meet the needs of what's taking place in the moment and set the company up to address what's to come. I believe that the strongest HR teams and their organization places an increased importance on recruitment when the economy isn't as strong. Having the best available talent at that low point, like we're seeing now, helps ensure strength and stability but most importantly, positions the company for success when the economy begins to ramp back up. Lauren, is my recruitment philosophy off? What trends has ZipRecruiter noticed in how employers are approaching their talent strategy? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeff. So employment in Canada increased by 1.1 million jobs in July, which means employers are learning and hiring uh, still during this pandemic. Uh, We've noticed that many employers are getting creative about their offerings, whether that's adding benefits, ensuring their work from home setup is comfortable and secure for their employees, and investing in better ways to implement work from home strategies and talent management software. So we're noticing uh, many employers trying to uh, merge jobs or, or upskill. They're hiring for, for HR roles as it's becoming ever important, as we've noticed during this pandemic. 
And um, I would say your recruitment philosophy is spot on. I mean, we are we're focusing on hiring great talent, and that really all comes with hiring great candidates right now because so many candidates or employees were displaced with the pandemic. It's more important than ever before for employers to make sure that they're hiring great talent today that will sustain them through a post-COVID era. Well, thanks for the validation. So the smart HR teams are maintaining a strong, qualified workforce, but things have changed. I mean, there's no doubt that COVID-19 has disrupted the economy and what an organization thinks it needs from its workforce. When the pandemic hit, we saw companies implement a hiring freeze and reduce headcount. Now, the unfortunate reality is that some businesses will close. I've seen a survey from LinkedIn that says 46% of talent acquisition leaders will still struggle with attracting qualified candidates. What do you think that means for the talent pool? Are hiring managers still going to encounter that challenge of not finding qualified candidates? That's a great question, Jeff. So the unfortunate reality is that so many employees were furloughed or laid off during COVID-19 with the mandated shutdowns that uh, there's so much talent in the marketplace today. So, so many employees were let go and potentially maybe weren't expecting to be let go. So, you know, they maybe hadn't updated their resume in a while or didn't know how to translate their skills or what they did in past roles, uh, you know, translate that on their resume. So. What we do know is there's no shortage of great talent out there, but at this point, it's really on the candidate to describe and articulate on the resume what their skills are and how they're transferable to new jobs out there. So I would encourage candidates to actually go and find the jobs they want and ensure that their talents align and that they communicate that on the resume. We're noticing that employees are so eager for work that many are willing to even take part-time roles accept roles outside of their job titles or even travel further for work um, as well to accept roles as they're eager to get back to work, even if there's no benefits. So uh, we're really noticing hiring managers um, potentially may encounter the challenge of not finding qualified candidates. But I, in my opinion, the candidate really needs to step out, um, learn how their, their skills are transferable and search for various job types. Well, it sounds like things are changing and the talent pool has already begun to adapt, which is really different than what we've seen over the past few years with a talent shortage. Now, this also means that as hiring managers, we're going to need to review those resumes with a fine tooth comb and listen just that much harder when we're interviewing candidates. But we do have some tech that can help us out. So let's talk about the new normal and those technological innovations that we can take advantage of. And I'll tell you why I think we've reached a new normal in how we're communicating. Because when my 75-year-old mother begins asking me to hold Zoom calls with her, I know we've reached that new normal. Lauren, with remote work, virtual interviews, and online meetings becoming the norm, even with industries that have never embraced technology before, what technology trends 
are you seeing in recruitment? That is a great question, Jeff. So no doubt at all that we've been seeing a ton of remote interviews happening uh, for many, many companies. And, um, you know, many companies are also investing in different video softwares, not only for their interviews, but additionally for um, internal meetings that they're holding, whether that be through Zoom or WebEx, Google Hangouts, um, you know, many companies already had this, but, but many actually didn't. So they had to make some decisions on which software to get and, you know, then implement that throughout the workforce. So additionally, remote onboarding has been huge for companies that are implementing a work from home strategy. So when looking for platforms to best ensure the best onboarding experience for candidates, uh, I think the key thing to focus on is kind of the following areas such as compliance, you know, setting up essential tasks that are necessary for training, uh, clarity, further explaining to new hires the roles and responsibilities. They want to communicate all of this through the software, um, you know, ensuring that the culture isn't lost in the company. So offering guidance, you know, through whatever their onboarding platform is on the company's attitudes, beliefs, behaviors, and then additionally connecting. So encouraging personal relationships and collaboration. I know personally at ZipRecruiter, we use an awesome technology called Bonusly, and it's a way that you can you can gift points to different people on your teams or different teams if, if they're helping you with something. And um, they can then you can then cash in those points um, for a gift card to Starbucks or, or anywhere like that. So I think it's really uh, programs and technologies like that that are going to keep companies connected and feeling like a cohesive unit. Um, but additionally, uh, as far as technology trends and recruitment, we are seeing AI as a huge piece in next generation technology. So many employers are taking a technology driven approach to improve their hiring quality and efficiency. And again, the rise of uh, video interviewing for sure. Yeah, I like the sound of cashing in those points for gift cards. At ADP, we've got a similar associate recognition program. And as you know, it's really great to thank teammates who have gone above and beyond. So for any ADP associates listening, Livingston is spelled just like it sounds. And you can easily find me on the recognition platform. I'm trying to get enough points for Vitamix. I mean, I think it would make a great anniversary gift. Anyway, it sounds like technology is really helping recruitment. Now, you mentioned the term AI, and I hear the term AI, which is artificial intelligence, being thrown around all of the time, especially when it comes to recruitment. Lauren, where do you see AI being applied in your field of work? AI is a huge piece at ZipRecruiter, and we really primarily see it in the candidate sourcing. So. Artificial intelligence can automate sourcing by identifying the best fit candidates for open roles. And it also enables recruiters to automate their sourcing processes and extend their reach at the same time. You know, candidate rediscovery. Sometimes we have so many profiles in the database that we, we wanna show up those interesting candidates uh, that, that could end up getting buried. So uh, especially in today's job market where there's many struggling to find top talent, um, these candidates may be out there right in front of you. So we're, we're actually, you know, encouraging, like I said, those candidates to talk about their skills, think of other words to, to utilize, you know, how to, how to word those. And then additionally, we're encouraging employers as well to, to look into resumes. Maybe they wouldn't before, or, you know, look outside the box of how these skills that they may have done in another job can directly transfer. Um, but 
back to AI, uh, it, it very much so, we believe, improves the candidate experience by providing real-time feedback as candidates progress through the recruiting funnel. So, um, you know, they the candidate can say to ZipRecruiter whether this is a good job for them or not based on suggestions. And for the employer side, they can thumbs up or thumbs down candidates. Um, so that's huge. Now, as far as candidate screening, um, you know, we do offer job templates. So if a, if an employer is looking to uh, post a job on ZipRecruiter, but they're not exactly sure where to start, uh, based on the job title, we can put in a suggestion for the template they could use. And they can either use all of it or they can, you know, start there and then customize it to their own, uh, to fit their own job description. So I think that is huge. Uh, it's very helpful and it's huge in time saving. Um, and then additionally, you know, the use of uh, improving diversity by reducing unconscious bias. AI provides a massive opportunity for objective, unbiased candidate assessment, and that's something hugely important to ZipRecruiter. So, one key concern over traditional recruitment practices has been the, the role of unconscious and un, um, cognitive bias that creeps into the candidate assessment process. So, AI can really help weed out the human bias piece by providing objective, data-driven insights and truly finding the, the best candidate for the role, regardless of who they are. Uh, additionally, uh, the use of a pre-employment assessment tool, for example, can be used to assess a candidate's personality skills and organizational fit. Um, and then last but not least, candidate interviews, like we talked about. Uh, we have, you know, there's AI recruiting tools out there that, that can interview schedule and all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, AI is huge. With with every company now, I think many companies are seeing it's it's truly the way of the future, and we are using that to revolutionize our process. Wow, are the machines taking over? So it sounds like AI is a magic bullet, but just like with any new technology, when you take the human element out of the equation, well, there's bound to be some pitfalls, maybe just a few. Are there any that an HR professional or listeners might want to look out for? when implementing AI in their recruitment outreach? Definitely. I would say at the end of the day, we all wanna be treated with respect. So this desire is magnified during the stress of the hiring process. So, you know, I would say don't replace every candidate touch point with automation. You still wanna keep the human piece to that uh, recruitment process, you know, with that white glove treatment. Um, I don't think AI should necessarily replace everything, but it is very helpful in some processes. And job seekers are smart enough to realize if they're not getting any TLC and potentially could be turned off by that. So definitely want to look out for that. Uh, and additionally, spend time with potential candidates to understand how they've experienced the various stages of your hiring process and when you've gone too far. I think feedback is always very important. Well, like anyone, I do appreciate some TLC. And again, for those ADP associates who listen to the podcast, I am working towards that Vitamix for our anniversary gift. Lauren, as part of ADP, I'm familiar with the importance of integrating HR functions across a single platform or having multiple platforms talk with each other. What have you seen as to the benefits of integrated technology and how it's changing the ease of recruitment for the HR professional? What can companies do today that they couldn't do years ago? So much, I mean, hard to know where to start, but 
I know, like I said, virtual interviewing, huge right now. And, you know, for many, this is something that employers and maybe even employees never thought they'd be, find themselves doing. But, um, you know, it's a huge piece right now, just given just given this overall pandemic. So additionally, many hiring technologies today are streamlined. So instead of, you know, back in the day, HR professionals had to had a whole host of websites, maybe with usernames and logins, and each site did a different thing, whether it was screening, applicant tracking, onboarding. Um, so I think what we're seeing now is instead of having a different software for applicant tracking, hiring, and onboarding, many companies are trying to integrate them all into one system. Or if they can't do that, they're they're trying to, um, you know, have the have the software be able to read into the system they already have. Um, so keeping everything all in one place, which eliminates the multiple logons, you know, forgetting passwords, frustration of making the systems talk to each other, which is a huge, huge industry right now. Um, but in the US, we're able to integrate ZipRecruiter into the payroll platforms directly, which makes it easy. However, in Canada, we're a part of HR Assist, which can be added onto their payroll bundles. So we're really uh, trying to make it super easy for employers to hire and run their payroll kind of all together in one easy platform. Oh yeah, multiple logins and passwords drive me crazy. That's why I try to keep things simple and stick with only one password, my favorite movie. Hey, have you seen Star Wars? Man, that's a great flick. Anyway, when the pandemic hit, we saw massive job loss, closing of businesses and staff furloughs across the country. And we saw the introduction of government emergency measures in the form of financial support programs like the CERB. I've heard that in the small business community, companies want their workers to come back, but those workers, they don't want to come back because they're making $2,000 a month via government support. Lauren, have you seen a shift in job seeker behavior since the added benefits such as CERB have been introduced? Well, Jeff, you know, I can't speak for everyone out there, but I can tell you that, um, you know, companies are having a harder time finding candidates and recruiting for entry level roles because of government assistance, because these laid off workers are making money in unemployment. So uh, how will, you know, it's hard to know how these businesses will survive um, when, when they're getting funds from the government. Sometimes it's it's hard to find, uh, you know, a reason to go to work when you're being supplemented. So, you know, it's a very fine line to toe. Um, but we're not seeing the normal job seeker traffic that we would with a typical recession uh, because of these added benefits. So this pandemic is certainly unique. Um, uh, we know that the CERB has been extended to the end of October. So at this point, I think we're just going to have to wait and see what happens, um, you know, once that runs out. That's some great insight and data to back up what we're hearing in the news and what those listeners of ours who hire in retail are most likely seeing. A recent survey from the Harris Poll indicated that nearly a quarter of hiring decision makers in Canada, 24% to be exact, plan to increase headcount in the second half of 2020. In the first half of 2020, only 16% said they were willing to ramp up hiring. So it looks like we're moving in the right direction. Lauren, any predictions for the overall labor market and future of hiring in Canada? So great question, Jeff. Uh, you know, truly hard to tell what can happen. Uh, you know, in the past, I've always joked that in the future, technology will will kind of take over. But in many ways, I think we're actually seeing that um, sped up with the, everything happening with the pandemic. So 
in my opinion, I think we're going to see a trend of AI helping uh, being a driving force for uh, customer success. Um, but I do think we're going to see the rise of people working from home for the foreseeable future. Um, as far as overall trends go, I know the Canadian economy created over uh, 245,000 jobs in August uh, of 2020, which is easing from the 418,000 from the previous month and below market expectations of 275,000. So most of the employment gains in August were in full-time work, which increased by 206,000 compared with a smaller increase of 40,000 in part-time positions. So uh, employment increased primarily in the services producing sector, which was up 218,000 uh, jobs, driven by gains in accommodation and food services, which was up almost 49,000, and education, which was up about 51,000. So we're seeing growth in goods producing sector um, was a little bit weaker, actually, uh, only up 28,000, and manufacturing only up uh, 29,000 and construction only up about 4,500. So, um, you know, tons of changes going on. Uh, we're going to have to kind of wait and see what happens in order to make further inferences. So before we wrap things up, I always like to offer some great practical advice that the listener can take back to the workplace and implement right away. We've talked about new technology and recruiting and the importance of creating a positive experience for the candidate. With that in mind, and with what we both agree will be an increase in hiring this fall, I wanted to ask you for your top tips in providing an engaging experience for the candidate. Lauren, what are those top tips? Great question, Jeff. Uh, thank you so much. So since many HR professionals are hiring and hiring managers will continue to work remotely, as will candidates that they'll be hiring for the most part. So let me give you my top five tips to conduct remote interviews like a pro. So for number one, uh, I think it's really important to decide the best suitable technology. So for some HR individuals, uh, video interviewing and video conferencing uh, is very familiar, but some are still trying to adapt to this change and adjust to the new use of the HR technologies. So think it's very important to choose a tool that is easy to use and can deliver maximum benefits. And this might vary uh, company to company or person to person. So really important to um, make sure you choose a tool that's user friendly. Um, so that is really important. Um, additionally, uh, for number two, I think it's important to consider one way interviews, uh, video interviews. So sometimes it's tough to get a candidate and a hiring manager schedules to align perfectly. Uh, so why not have the candidate create a brief video of themselves that they can share with the hiring manager for the hiring manager to review at their leisure? So you could ask the candidate to uh, describe themselves, their previous experience, future goals, strengths and weaknesses, and how they would handle specific work situations. Uh, so tip number three, I would say communicate your processes early and clearly. So. For the seamless remote hiring program, ensure that your teammates and candidates are well aware of the hiring policies and procedures, especially if they've changed. Uh, creating a detailed document about the recruitment process, which you can share with candidates to keep them in the loop. I think that's very important and let them know that the job interviews are going to get done by video interviewing. So give them certain specific instructions, such as how to download the video tool, how to use it, uh, who will be attending the interview the date and time, and 
what to do or how to connect in case there's a glitch of some site, uh, sort. I think that's very important. Um, additionally, uh, number four, I think uh, it's really important to be ready for a video interview. You know, they are, uh, you know, slightly different, uh, so it requires just a different type of setup. So um, more people on the screen could overwhelm the candidate. It's important to keep that in mind. Uh, doesn't mean you shouldn't include them in the process, but maybe assign an observation and note-taking responsibility to a few of those who are included in the interview and debrief with the team once the interview's over. Uh, you want to make sure the candidate isn't overwhelmed because sometimes they can um, interview differently. And last but not least, tip number five, I'd say be ready with plan B. So consider you've made all the arrangements for the video interview, but technology is great when it works, right? So the software in place and working fine and you've tested everything, but errors can arise on, on either party's end. So uh, to handle such unforeseen circumstances, be ready with the plan B, whether you are ensuring an alternative method for the interview conduction, um, you know, a different method, phone, Skype, et cetera, uh, reschedule the interview as for the convenience of the candidates or uh, switch to a pre-recorded interview that kind of keeps it one way, but still is interactive and allows you to get to know the candidate. Well, Lauren, those are all great tips indeed. It sounds like you're so well-versed in making your candidate feel welcome and appreciated, just like you've made me feel today. Thanks for that and for making today's podcast such an enjoyable experience on my end and I hope on the listener's end. Well, on that note, I hope you've enjoyed your time on the Insights at Work podcast. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. It's been a great experience being on the podcast and it's been such a pleasure working with you today. Well, Lauren, with what you've shared today, I think that we're all a little better off to step up our hiring game. And this is the part of the podcast where I thank everyone for listening in. I know it's tough to find time to carve out for thought leadership and I appreciate you, the listener, for making the time for us. On our next episode, we'll be talking with another HR expert about today's most important HR issues. I'm Jeff Livingston, alongside Lauren Welke, recruitment guru with ZipRecruiter. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and please be kind. We'll see you soon on our next episode of ADP Canada's Insights at Work.